Friday. It's September the 11th, 2020. Yes, sir. And I'm the living man. And we are in a time of turmoil, right? And I think everybody can attest to that. And every generation has it. Every season is, there's always challenges. Um, There's always pain. These things are always there. And it's how you respond to them. It's how I respond to them. That is the key. And I make the choice every single day to respond in beast mode. To respond as a lion, to respond as a leader, to respond as a man, to myself. I have rules. One of those rules is I never kick myself in the balls. (laughs) Because that shit would hurt really bad. And I don't want to do that. Why would I want to do that? Why would anybody want to do that? Why would anybody want to inflict pain on themselves? So, today, authentically and wholeheartedly, I know and I believe and I understand without a shadow of a doubt that I'm a good person. Shame, guilt, condemnation, all gone. All gone. Bye-bye. See ya. Sayonara. Two to lose. All right? <laughs> and it's with that attitude, it's with that posture that I can go about my day. I can face my day. I can attack it. Right? I'm attacking the day as, as a lion. I'm attacking the day as like a boxer, as if I'm a boxer or I'm an MMA fighter. Like I'm attacking it. I'm understanding, I'm learning, right? I'm stretching. In so many different areas I have to stretch. In so many different areas I have to and choose to become flexible, right? Moldable. I bend so that I don't break. We've heard all, we've heard that, we've all heard that saying. I bend so I don't break. When life and circumstances throw shit at you, you might get a little shitty. You might get a little dirty. What do you do? What do you do when you get shit on your face? Cause it's a shock, baby. It's a shock. <laughs> it's painful out there. It's crazy out there. It's wild, man. We got all sorts of different types of intermingles and, and situations that have occurred and will occur and, and, and are occurring. 
that are and that can derail us, that can get us off course. We have this media, we have social media, we have society, we have our culture, we have our family, we have our, our friends. And these things distract us, actually. These are distractions. These are big distractions. These things are huge distractions. And so what do you do when you get shit on your face? I have a friend that owns a ranch in Hollister in California. And we would go there. And when we went there, we would go there for guy time, usually, or family time. Um, but it was always a time for relaxation. It was a time for uh, winding down, um, drinking a beer, barbecuing, um, riding into the, the hills of acreage that they owned, and just creating memories, creating memories. It's a beautiful thing. And we would go out there. They raise cows. They, uh, they, they allow cows to graze and they, they get charged. They, they not, I don't know if they get charged or whatever, but they have cows on their land. And we would go out and shoot the little, uh, these guns, like 22s, um, a couple of AR. We just shoot a bunch of guns. We had tons of guns, <laughs> tons of guns and four-wheelers and all that other stuff. Um, love that stuff. And we go out there. They built a s salon, saloon to go shooting and stuff so we can put our guns down. There's always different targets and whatnot out there, um, iron targets. One day, my friend's brother, his little brother, was like, hey, you know, I'm, I'm new to this, right? right? Mark is new to this situation, shooting guns and whatnot, riding around like a cowboy. Um, love it though and he goes if you shoot the the cow patties when they're, they're, they're they get old and then they kind of sit there and they bake and they cook and when you shoot them they explode uh, because of the gases and the bullet and all the other stuff so I was like alright And but what he didn't tell me is don't stand too close I mean I don't know why I didn't take heed to when he said explode <laughs> Like, I didn't think how far it would go, this big old massive cow turd. Um, and I shot it with, I think it was my 22 at the time. Yeah, I think it was my rifle. Um, I shot it and it exploded all in my mouth, all, all in my face. And the immediate thought was shock like oh shit I got shit in my mouth like what the hell this is I've never had this well I don't I can't say never I'm sure as a baby um, I heard rumors that I took my hand in my diaper a few times and then put it on my face but that's besides the point but the shock the shock of shit is in my mouth and this is gross how do I clean this how do I make this dirtiness clean? <laughs> and I don't know, like I just spit and just like drank. I'm like, I need a beer. I need some whiskey. I need shots. <laughs> I need shots. Lots of shots. 
lots of beer. Um, <laughs> I don't know. And, and that's not the, the answer for life. Um, but at the time, that was what it is. Um, that's what I needed. I needed the taste and the idea out of my mouth that I have shit in my mouth. Um, but you learn your lesson, though. Don't stand too close when you, when you, when you shoot the shit. Don't stand too close. You know what I'm saying? Six feet apart. Social distancing. You're just playing. And you, you roll and you, I decide to like, the shock was there, but then I had to do something about it because I couldn't leave the cow turd on my face. Like I couldn't, in my mouth, I couldn't do that. <laughs> so I don't even remember. I think I drove back to, I don't even think we were that far from the, the ranch house. I walked back, drove back, um, brushed my teeth or something, um, and just kind of went with it, you know what I mean? Just kind of like, it is what it is. I can't go back, and that's what it is. It's how I respond. It's how you respond. It's how we respond to certain things. And relationships are no different. Business is no, is no different. It's a relationship. How are you doing this relationship? And there's a way that I handle relationships. And it's very adaptive. Um, well, it's very, I, sh- I would say, um, it evolves. It's constantly evolving, constantly evolving, constantly shifting and changing, learning and growing, inspiring and, and going back and then feeling this pain, feeling that pain, running towards that challenge, running towards that difficulty, going over here, tripping, falling. It, it, it's getting back up. What is it that I want? Center myself, right? Self-care. Misses. We all, we have a saying, misses, M-R-S. Milt, release, and soften. Soften your body. Milt. Milt your mind. Milt your face. Get relaxed. Okay? If, I, if you're about to get into a fight, you don't actually don't want to be tense. You want to be like a, like a, like a drunk monk. You know, you just want to be like a drunk monk, but it's cool, you know, and then you, you boom, everything is loose. Everything is because you've practiced and you've studied. I practice and study and and I study myself hardcore. I'm not hard on myself. I study myself. I evaluate myself. I love myself, truly love myself truly doing the best that I can for myself so that I can be the best outside to other people. This is entertaining yourself. This is what I call entertaining yourself. Is when the chips are down and when all hell is breaking loose. When things are going the right way or you're hit with this and you're you're surprised with that this pops up. You shoot a gun into some shit and shit is now in your face. What do you do? How do you respond? <laughs> what can you do? Can you, can we go back in time? Is that is that a thing? Can we go back in time? Can we go in the future? Can we be present in the moment? Can we be present right now? Right here? What are you thinking? What are you feeling? What do you want to do? Execute. Execute. 
execute. Men, entertain yourself. Entertain yourself. Be okay with yourself. Know your worth. Know your worth. Act out your worth. Be your worth. Go forth. Fight. Don't give up. Relationships. They are amazing. They are tricky. They are weird. And we're coming to a day, we are at a day where, honestly, man, it is about time to reevaluate relationships. My goodness gracious. My goodness. It is time to start reevaluating relationships and how you navigate them and what you're actually looking for and why you're looking for it. I am an inclusionist. (laughs) Just made that word up. I'm an inclusionist and I'm new at it. And I think that I'm getting better and better and better every single day at it. Every single day I'm getting better at it because it's not easy. Including people that I may not even really know. Including people in my family. Creating my own family. Loving people. Accepting people. But not because of an agenda. Fuck agenda. Fuck your agenda. Fuck everybody. The whole United States agenda. Fuck it. I don't give a shit about it. I really don't. I don't associate with any of the agendas. Create your own agenda. Create your own. That's what they did. They created and then gave it to you. And you accepted it. And now it's okay. How is that okay? Create your own. Create your own. Create your own with others that are going to ride alongside of you. Create your own. Everybody's walking around, want to get married and have babies and this and that and do all these things. And we got to focus on that. We, we got to come together. And that, all that is just like secondary right now. We got to sit here and fight. We got kids being molested, pedophiles trying to rise up inside these organizations. The fight, you know, as they say in the in the Christian community, and the Bible talks about, the fight is not against flesh and blood, but it's against principalities. And that's very true, actually. It's very true. Now, however, there are key individuals and there's key people and there are individuals that need to be removed from certain situations and certain organizations. In order for something brand new to come in, something pure to come in so that our children will be protected. And if they can't do it, then it's up to us as individuals and then together as a group, together as community, together as the mass, together as we outnumber them. We outnumber them. You heard? It is. It's definitely time to rise up. It's definitely time to get the hell up. Wake up. Wake up. I'm telling you. 
it's time to wake up. And entertaining yourself as a man, kind of going back and how this ties in, really. How, how can you be this monk warrior? Because that's really what I would call myself. A monk fucking warrior. Right? So there's this side of me that is cool, calm, and collected. And the reason why I do that is to become centered, grounded. So I'm ready for the fight and I can bring that in to the fight, right? It's a state of mind. It's a state of mind. So we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. So it starts with the mind. It's a state of mind. What are the thoughts? What are the ideas that are running through? What are the questions that you're asking? Because I noticed that when I ask the right question, I get the right result and I get the best outcome. Period. Straight up, hands down. I get the best outcome. It's it, When I'm in my good state, when I'm in state, and how do I do that? It, it's, it is... Is, well, I was going to say it is against flesh. It is and it isn't. So the flesh is, is the part that how you use the flesh in that we don't fight against flesh and blood, but against principalities. I don't fight against myself when I work out. I don't work out to kill myself. I work out to make myself strong. And yes, I, I work out to break down barriers of weakness. Pain. Because it makes me, it makes me feel, I love myself. When I'm working out, it makes me feel good. I actually love myself when I'm working out. I enjoy it. It's pleasure. Working out is pleasure. It, it, it's, it, it, it's phenomenal. It's, sex and working out is almost the same thing. Because I'm using the organ, the organism... To bring forth, bring forth an orgasm. My mind, I'm using my mind. So yes, we don't wrestle against these things. And, and the mindset of a pedophile, I have spent, and I'm going to tell the story, then I'm going I'm to stop. And, and how you see how it ties in? Please, I hope you can see how it ties in. If you don't, you got to come get at me. If you really want to, right? If you don't want to know, you won't. You won't contact me. Um, for six years, I worked for the McGuire Jail Correction Facility in Redwood City. It is the city's jail that houses men, and then it has the medical unit, and it's in the downtown area. Then they built another one that's on the freeway, um, and that's the women's jail plus... Um, I think they do programs and drug programs and uh, abuse programs and all these different programs inside the jail. So Redwood City is pretty programmed out. <laughs> they got a lot of interesting and uh, some effective programs there and, and philosophies. Very interesting. And the company company that I work for was the Service League. And the Service League is... Um, a, its own nonprofit that services the Redwood City County Jail, the San Mateo County um, 
all their jail facilities. They manage those things in terms of um, being the, the liaison between outside and inside. So outside and inside. So that's what I was doing. And part of my job, I did everything. Literally, literally, literally everything that you can think of that a parent, I mean, it was like you're the liaison. So let's say, for example, um, somebody is going to, to, to a trial. They're, they're on a murder trial or some sort of a trial. Um, it doesn't have to be murder, <laughs> but it could be anything, right? It could be, you know, child support trial or something. Um, and I would dress them. They would get out of their cell. I'd go to, oh, we have a closet full of suits and dresses and whatnot. Uh, clothes for for the inmates. They don't have any clothes. Um, can't get clothes or need, you know, if, if there's an emergency, they have to see the judge or the, the jury or whatever. Um, so a guard brings them down and brings them into the closet like a just like a regular walk-in closet it has a desk and a computer and stuff like that and so what I do is I look up um kind of trying to look at like okay so this is it's a trial for sure just checking that it is a trial um making sure that the date is correct um making sure that the name and everything I feel a little form that has all the inmates name inmates number make sure they don't take the wrong thing you know and then I have to tag it and bag it. And then the guards can come pick it up um, without me actually being there. Sometimes. Sometimes it's an emergency and I'll have to be there and I'll dress them right then and there. And then whoosh, they go to court. Um, so I did, I did that. Um, I would make phone calls. I would, they would write messages, kites. They would write these messages. And then... I would take those messages and then it would be like, what, 50 messages, I think. So it could be sometimes 180, it, whatever. So anyway, I sit there and call the number and read the message verbatim. Uh, if I couldn't spell it, if I couldn't say it, I'd spell it. Um, if, if it wasn't, if it was like spelled like not spelled correctly, I would just say it. Just I wouldn't even be like, oh, it's, I don't know what that word is. It's not spelled right. I would just say the word. I would read it. You know, tell Jimmy I love him, I miss him, I'm sorry. Um, tell Christina that bitch, da 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 da. I hate her. Um, why did she do this to me? You know, like, can you get my dog? Um, can you go to my apartment? Do this, do that. That we don't actually do. <laughs> um, can you tell my wife? You know, I love her. I want to kiss her. It, like whatever, like. They would, can you call the president? Like, seriously, they would, you know, we'd try to get through. We just have to do it. Whatever it said on there, we just did it. Right? To a certain degree. And then I would go in and then I would distribute all of the the ones that were completed. They would respond. So then they would be, okay, tell Johnny I love him. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, tell him that, like, Fred is... Uh, has this and they're all good uh, thanks to you you know he got what he needed what just whatever people it was just doing their business back and forth and I walk in there and then I would and then if I couldn't like 
if I wrote it and they kept changing stuff and it was all messed up, I would write another one or I would just tell them. <laughs> Honestly, like I would just go in there. If I can talk to the to the inmate, I would just tell him, I say, hey, look, Johnny, I'm the middleman. I'm the liaison. Um, we did everything. We coordinated um, bags of cookies every year for Christmas. We give each inmate a bag of cookies. Um, we give each inmate three cards uh, Christmas cards, holiday cards, and then they can send those cards out to their families and their loved ones and their kids and whatnot. Um, they can request presents. So they requested presents. They'd be like, okay, I have five kids. I got six kids. And they, they try to do all kind of crazy th- stuff. And as long as like it was legit, like we call them up. We call, we had called every single inmate that put their paper in. It could be a thousand. Every single inmate, we called the number and say, can you verify the children? We go over it, boom, this and this. And why is this your last name? And why is this? You got to show ID. It was crazy. It takes a long time. Um, and so we would do that. Um, we would wrap the gift. So we would take like a couple days, like well, not a couple days. We'd take a couple days for the, the big wrapping event where all the volunteers came out, like 100, 200 people, all kinds of people volunteered um, to help wrap, get, wrap gifts. We were there. We were working. I think we actually volunteered our time. I don't know if they paid us. I'm not really sure because it's a straight-up volunteer thing. And then we would take Christmas trees. Every floor in the jail got a Christmas tree decorated. Um, we would go pick those up. We would go... Um, take them to to our office and then take them to the the jail set them up vacuum clean everything up decorate it um i think the kids decorated like some things they what we do is before that santa claus comes i was santa claus we do we do we do it all you get the point i'm rambling now <laughs> and a lot of times and then we would we would also do these seminars, these two-day things where we'd come in and, and have a bunch of speakers come in from different backgrounds, and then they would tell their stories. And then um, they would try to encourage the guys. And then we would eat. We ate their food. So whatever the jail ate that day, we would eat it. Um, so there was this bologna sa- It's a bologna sandwich with that pepper in, on this. It was a circle. And there would be a, there'd be a pepper in there, and it'd be super oily. They give you two of those, four pieces of bread, um, in this huge uh, tray that that was like a, it's like plastic. So anyway, we're talking about pedophiles. <laughs> the sixth floor on one side was is where they kept all the the pedophiles, so all the sex offenders. Um, the, the major ones they keep them either on the sixth floor and then the the bad like the bad 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 the gangsters and and the, and the murderers and people on trial with the keepaways and protection um, they were they were kept in there as well so if you they were getting protective or something they were kept in there so anyway I would meet with these guys. I, for some reason, they, they, um, one of the guys was out. He wanted to talk to me. He had a note. And so we were, we just started talking. 
talking to here. I'm just talking. It's like I'm talking on the yard at the at the park or something. Just talking with this pedophile, just chilling. Like in my head, I'm thinking, this is crazy. Like I would kill you. Like that's what I was thinking in my head. Like I would kill you. I would choke your neck, and I will kill you if any different circumstances. But it's like you're here because you need help, and to hear like their story, just just see them live their life. It's a trip. It's a trip. And these people are real. They're fucking real. And there's a lot of them, and they 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 think from what they say that like when you speak to them, they are are so sorry. They're so sorry because they, they're like, I'm here for no reason. Like I did nothing wrong. And they're like, oh, you know, it's just like, you know, God, I'm, I'm being punished, you know, this, this and that, but I'm, I'm good. I love Jesus and I love God. And, and, and they're, and they're all Christian, all a hundred percent of them, a hundred percent of them. And I don't know if it's just because they're in jail. Cause that's a, a lot of guys do. They get in jail and then they get, they just get religious all of a sudden, boom, instant, instant. They get back on the street and some of them are pretty bad. Um, so I had the, man, it's crazy because I say it's a privilege and it was definitely a privilege. I mean, an opportunity to learn about firsthand, firsthand, man, like, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's um, it's like the, you're, you're like watching a movie. You know, you're watching a movie and it, it's just weird. It's just so weird, man. Because you're like any different circumstance. You and me would be going toe to toe. It wouldn't even be toe to toe. In my mind, I'm ending a life. <laughs> like it's a wrap. Especially like so the way it ties in with the suits and the trials is I would dress them during the trials and I would read their court date and it would, it would have what they're there for. And it would have a list of things and the situations and the reports and, and everything. It had everything on there. I read it all. I mean, I didn't read entirely everything because there's some stuff where I would just get through paragraphs and just stop because I would just be raging. And then they would have to come inside and then I'm sitting here taking I mean dude they have to take the door has to be shut because it's jail so you got to be locked in this room with them they take their clothes off put on the other clothes the thing and you're in here and they're all chained up and then they unchain them to do all this and you're just in this little ass room with with this with this person <laughs> it's crazy anyway I'm done oh oh I gotta tell you this there was one there was one guy, he walks in <laughs> and I read like, okay, his court date was he in for. So, I'm, and I, I do it. It's weird, man. I, it's a trip. I do the clothes. Like I put on, like, I'll give him a, like a blue tie or a gray tie to signify power. I'll give him a black suit, a blue suit, you know, and like I'm trying to help him to win or something. I don't even know. It was crazy. I had to stop because I was just like, man, this is too, too weird. But I had one guy come in and I was reading his little thing, his little rap sheet. Uh, Discovery is, I think that's what they called it. Um, and he tried to escape. He, he actually escaped. They caught him. <laughs> so he comes in here 
and open the door. And the first thing he says is, he's like, oh, what's up? He's all chained. He's like, oh, what's up? He said, don't worry. I'm not trying to escape. I want I want to escape. And I'm just like, okay, <laughs> cool, great. Um, I'm glad that you're not going to try to escape because you got to go to court. But it was a trip trying to dress him, though. His leg, he had elephantitis or something like that or something. I don't know, diabetes. I don't know what he had. But his leg was like, like, he looked, it looked, it was big as an elephant. It was, it was, it was crazy. And I'm just like, I don't even know how to fit him, dude. I really don't. So we just put a a top on because I'm just like, dude, I can't, there's no clothes in here that will fit him. I mean, I can give it to him. He can try to put, you know, anyway, it was wild, man. It was wild, man. I had to stop because there were some some days where, like, <laughs> I was just like, this is gross. These people are disgusting. Um, and some days you sit there and you, you're with this person for 15, 20 minutes. And they're just telling you their life. They're just talking. You hear everything. It's wild. Anyway, be the best to fuck the rest of my life.